This is the Out and Off Beat Podcast. Hey, hey, eyeballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the inscrutable Louis Fox. That's right. You can't read a dang thing I wrote. Yeah, that is that is very true. <laughs> if, I don't know if we've ever posted pictures of your handwriting, but it is like... <laughs> You sometimes you'll like you'll give because we give notes to each other when we're at work with each other for shows and we'll give notes to each other. And then sometimes you hand me notes and I'm like, I there's no possible way you could bring in a professional handwriting specialist and they'd be like, I don't know. Is this like they'd be the like earliest human writing in the history of the world? <laughs> they'd be like, it says you're dealing with a serial serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, so what's up, Louie? Not much. Just kicking it around now. You had mentioned to me, but didn't tell me the story before we started recording about how you feel about Mahalo. Yeah. So, you know, so we spent the week in, in Hawaii and everyone says the word Mahalo after everything. And I'm, and my, I, so they'll be like, you know, have a great day. Mahalo. I hope you're doing well. Mahalo. And I'm like, you could, they just say that after anything is all it is, is just lessens what, you know, sort of like it softens what they're saying. Like, uh, you've been audited. Mahalo. (laughs) You've been served. Mahalo. (laughs) Uh, Your husband has been murdered. Mahalo. (laughs) It's stage four unoperable cancer. Mahalo. Mahalo. (laughs) It's it's just like, you just say that. There's no rhyme or reason that when they say it, it's sort of like, hello, but welcome, but thank you. It's like, it's an all encompassing word. Maybe it's just a conversation ending word. Yes, it's a period. It's a Hawaiian period. <laughs> so, so when you talk in your, your voice to text in your phone, you're like, uh, hey, hey, Siri, text Louie. What's up? Mahalo. <laughs> hey, go fuck yourself. Mahalo. <laughs> space, space, <laughs> new line. <laughs> and I, I wanted it. to add mahalo. multiple periods. Mahalo, mahalo, mahalo. <laughs> It's the Mahalo ellipsis. Yeah, man. It's, uh, you know, Hawaii is beautiful. I don't, you know, it's so expensive in Hawaii that I don't know. I'm not sure we're going to vacation to Hawaii ever again. It's just crazy expensive. So do you, you, but if you think about it, you're paying for all those turtles you swim with. You're paying for, um, (laughs) am I? They're on the government. These turtles not working. So wait, so turtles turn in paperwork. They're like, we swam with four hundred white people last week. (laughs) Send us a check. That's exactly how it goes. Daddy needs a new beach. They're government contractors. Daddy needs some new coral. Uh, yeah, I guess that's what I'm paying for, but. Erica's like, I'm not going to vacation inside the United States ever again. Just really? It's, it is. It's so pricey. Where you, you can, the amount of money that we've spent here, we could have gone to like Egypt. Yeah, yeah, we could have gone to Canada and had twice the life. <laughs> twice the life that we have here. <laughs> the best was while we were, before we were recording, Matt's talking to Erica and he's like, hey, she's like, I'm going to go get, get breakfast. And Matt's like, okay, you want to go to the Mexican joint? No Hawaiian food? <laughs> Well, there all the Hawaiian food seems to be blended a little bit with like sort of teriyaki, uh. chicken teriyaki. Because like you know, I used to live in Samoa, which is a Polynesian country down by New Zealand, and 
I've been looking for this particular food called breadfruit, and I can't find it anywhere here. Ah. And it grows here, but no one, no one cooking it up and serving it. Oh, <laughs> so Samoa is my favorite Girl Scout cookie flavor. Oh, it is. <laughs> it's an island and a Girl Scout cookie. <laughs> uh, have you been to that Mormon place yet? Uh, the Polynesian Cultural Center. Yeah, that's on Oahu. Oh, okay. I think we're on Kauai, man. Have you been? I don't think you've been here. Have you been I've to Kauai? Been, I've been to Kauai. Okay. And I've been yeah, to Oahu. Polynesian Cultural Center is on Oahu, and I have been to it, and it is awesome. Like, I tell people <laughs> they should go there because it's you get to walk around. So Polynesian Cultural Center, you get to walk around. They, eat, they have, like, it's like Epcot, right? Because they have all the different countries of Polynesia. They got Tonga and Fiji and Samoa and yeah. Tahiti and the Marshall Islands. I doubt they have the Marshall Islands, but um. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I was going to say, it's a good time. Yeah, they got Baden-Wittenberg. They've got <laughs> Germany. <Yeah. laughs> they got all the exiled Nazis <laughs> that took refuge <laughs> or to who hid in the in the Polynesian culture. Yep. Who <laughs> went to the Polynesian. Yeah, you know, it is uh, I people should go see that. But Kauai is it's breathtakingly beautiful, but it is fucking expensive. Ah, yeah. Like seriously, like I, I bought it the other day I bought a coffee and I bought a lemonade for Erica. Eleven dollars. Yeah, it's the lemonade. The coffee is three dollars. And the lemonade eight dollars for a lemonade wait a minute i bet if you were on the mainland you bought a coffee and a lemonade it would be like $10. six bucks no, no six six or seven bucks at the most what kind of coffee was it it was an americano it's like okay. a drip coffee was it like a jar of lemonade or was it like freshly squeezed no dude it was like a slushy it yeah, was, nah, that's going to be $83 the, nah, sec man. the second you start getting slush in it. And I'm not, you know what I'm not a fan of while we're on the subject of expensive things? When people, when you order something and then they turn the screen around and they're like, here you go, just fill this out or add a tip, whatever. And it's like, you haven't done anything. Why am I giving you money? You like, you know, you haven't... You haven't made my food. You haven't served me my food. And I'm preemptively giving you my money for your service. Yeah, but that's the whole thing. Isn't tips to ensure prompt service? Oh, is it? Oh, okay. yeah. Well, so I think traditionally it, it is the scenario you're getting into. <laughs> okay, well, then I, I retract my statement. It still pisses me off. <laughs> I think a gratuity is at the end. Oh, okay. And a tip okay. is before. Well, so. and then when they turn it around, right? It's like, it's, I'm like buying a three dollar coffee. Well, the other and thing, and then is it says would twenty percent, twenty five percent, or thirty percent. I'm like none of those. Yeah, but this, they know too the way they place those buttons. They can tell where your hand is. It's always like in the middle of the screen is like twenty or thirty percent, and then like ten or custom is up in the corner. Oh, they know, I always hit custom. They know where you're poking. That's I always, I always hit custom, and then I put in zero. Point zero one, so it looks like I'm tipping, but they don't realize they only got a cent tip until way later. Until they turn the screen around and they see it. <laughs> and I always use my middle finger. Until they turn around and spit in your cup. <laughs> All right, Louis, let's get to some stories. Let's do it.
And now for some weird news. This story comes from Forbes.com. That's a news source more reliable than any post-2003 Jim Carrey movie. You don't think that uh, his movies after 2003 were good? Name one that's good. Uh, there you go. <laughs> he was good in Sonic. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah, he was the villain in Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Who knew Sonic the Hedgehog would ruin my theory? <laughs> exactly. Hey, he's in one and two. <laughs> All right, so the story goes, Jim Carrey responds to bizarre MAGA theory claiming that he is Joe Biden. The thing is, I've never seen Jim Carrey in a lot of places at the same time as a lot of other people. Like, when was the last time you saw Jim Carrey and uh, Batman together? It's true. How about Jim Carrey Well, I mean, they were, in, they were in a movie together. <laughs> yeah, they were, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. You just shot a hole right through my theory. He did play the Riddler. <laughs> were they ever on screen at the same time? Yes, they were actually. <laughs> All right. So at this point, it's wildly understood that the electoral defeat of former President Donald Trump sent a psychic shockwave through the minds of Trump's most fervent supporters, leading to the delusions of QAnon entering mainstream conservative thought. That whole paragraph made about as much sense as me not believing Jim Carrey and Batman. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I didn't quite follow that the what they're trying to say, but I think what they're saying is that Trump's supporters were rattled by this and they're trying to make sense of it. Ah, uh, okay. Right? I think that's what they're trying to say. And so they're coming up with crazy stuff to make sense of the loss. Unfounded accusations of voter fraud and grooming dominant right-wing discourse while President Joe Biden is subject to several unhinged conspiracy theories, each wilder than the last, accusing him of being a hologram, being dead, or in this particular case, having been replaced by the mask actor Jim Carrey. So all three of those, hologram, being dead, or being replaced by Jim Carrey, are all things that have happened to Tupac. Yeah, it's true. And they're also all the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, just... Jim Carrey has been replaced by Joe Biden a decade ago, which is no, why what no I'm saying. What I'm saying is the theory is Joe Biden is dead and he's being replaced by either a hologram or Jim Carrey. Yeah, not, like not a hologram being dead or being replaced by. Right. It's like it's he's dead. You're, you're making a, you're making you know, more out of this than it is. Have you seen the holograms now? They're not that good. I mean, they're cool, but you're like, that's clearly a hologram. I mean, they have a hologram. I was just in Vegas and they have a hologram Whitney Houston show. So, and people are paying 60 bucks to go see it. So I think it's probably pretty good. <laughs> it's, it's, Whitney Houston is just a hologram. Yeah. It's a hologram show. And it's Whitney, Whitney Houston is dead. Just so you know, she's not being played by Jim Carrey. <laughs> they have a hologram show of Whitney Houston. What? All right, that's blowing my mind right there. Okay, so I have a couple options. I'm in Vegas next week. Do I go see, go to, was it Area 15 or go see Hologram Whitney Houston? Area 15. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the bizarre accusation came from an unnamed Trump supporter during an interview with Jason Selvig, a member of the comedy duo The Good Liars. 
In the video, the woman casually tells Selvig that she believes Biden is long dead and is currently being played by a troop of actors all wearing lifelike Joe Biden masks similar to those seen in the Mission Impossible movies. <laughs> I like how there's a troop. You've got, we've got this guy who plays the peppy Joe Biden. We have this one that plays the sad yeah. Joe Biden. Yeah, this one... Who's available, you know? <laughs> they, they all got other side projects going. <laughs> Uh, well, what's crazy is that she's essentially using Mission Impossible as a barometer for what is possible to be. <laughs> yeah, that movie has portrays Tom Cruise as sane. <laughs> the woman goes on to say that Jim Carrey is one of those actors, an assumption based on the time Biden fell while walking up some stairs, an accident which the woman seems to believe was a comedic pratfall she stated. I mean, there are several different people playing Joe Biden at this point, And when he fell up the stairs going on the airplane, I myself think that was Jim Carrey. I heard that he was one of them. So who's the main one, though, right? That's the key. Well, the, she goes on later to say uh, she next. thinks that it's Jim Carrey. And then she added that James Wood is also one of the doppelganger mask wearing people. So your first name has to be Jim or James, I think, to do this. But James Woods is like a crazy right wing Trump supporter. So yeah. why would he sort of uh, perpetuate the the lie that they're trying to to uh, get across that Jim, Joe Biden's still alive? He's going to take it out from the inside, bro. Ooh, there you go. Kerry himself responded to the claim on Twitter, simply writing, oh, dear. In his retweet of the original video, James Woods has yet to respond. That James Woods, he keeps, he's like, he can, he's too deep. He's too deep. He's committed to the character. Yep. He's, Ironically, he's, <laughs> it's like that dude who played Lincoln, right? Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah. He's a method who, actor. Who also is playing Joe Biden. <laughs> I write, that would be a good get right there. If you could get, if you could get uh, Daniel Day-Lewis to play Joe Biden, that would, uh, we would all be saved, I think. <laughs> Ironically, Jim Carrey actually did play President Biden for a few comedic sketches on SNL before moving on in late 2020. The new SNL person playing Joe Biden, it's Alex Moffat. It's unclear if Carrey's SNL sketches sparked the wild conspiracy theory as QAnon believers have gained a reputation for mistaking fiction for reality. Uh, so what do you think, Louie? I mean, I'm glad anytime a actor or performer gets work. So if, yeah. this, if this is the case, yeah. good, good for them. Well, it's also, uh, what was that movie? It was Dave, right? Where the, uh, I, I think it was Dave, where the president was like in a coma and they brought in a lookalike. That was to... Weekend at Bernie's. No, no, they brought in a, a lookalike to play the president and then he fell in love with the president's wife, Sigourney oh. Weaver. You never saw that movie? No, no. And I'm up to date on all Sigourney Weaver movies. Are you really? <laughs> yes. I have a prisoner of the fan club. <laughs> uh, she's amazing, by the way. And uh, <laughs> I think the movie's called Dave. But I watched it recently. It's actually pretty good. All right. So my options in Vegas are Area 15, Whitney Houston hologram show, or the Sigourney Weaver one person show. There's a Sigourney Weaver uh, <laughs> Hall of Fame. <laughs> Sigourney Weaver Museum. <laughs> All right, Louie, I like it. Yep.
weird news story number two. This story comes from marketwatch.com. That's a news source more reliable than protesting use of fossil fuels by stepping in front of the bullet train. You don't think that would, uh, you know, cause a little bit of a newsworthy event? I don't don't think the bullet train can stop. (laughs) They'll be like, what were they protesting? Who knows? Story goes, glue girl protests Timberwolves owners allege animal rights abuses by trying to glue herself to the court at an NBA game. You know, though, that stuff is so lacquered, that glue's not going to stick anyway. Well, and the, it, the amount of time that it takes for glue to set. <laughs> yeah. Hang on, let me mix this A-B epoxy real quick. All right, you can't like, pull me off for six minutes. I mean, you get on the court, you probably got, what, 10 10 to 11 seconds at best before you get taken down by security. Yeah. Right? So you, there's no glue that's fast enough that you can glue yourself to. No, no. I mean, that's why those Golden Palace guys in the 90s didn't glue themselves to anything. Exactly. A woman attempted to glue herself to the court during the Tuesday night NBA play-in game between the Los Angeles Clippers and the Minnesota Timberwolves. So this is from like a, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, those are also two um, teams, like fans, I wouldn't want to mess with. You don't want to mess with those L.A. people or the Minnesota people. No. The woman who was promptly removed from the arena in Minnesota by security officials was protesting alleged animal rights abuses at an egg farm owned by Timberwolves owner Glenn Taylor. In a less popular story, another animal rights activist glued himself to her because of all the horses that were killed for the glue. Oh, (laughs) nice, Louie. Calling them out. This is ethically sourced glue, Louie, that she uses. It's vegan glue. Oh, the vegan glue. Sideline report. It doesn't work, but it's they sell it. Sideline reporter for the game, Ali LaForce, said that the woman was wearing a shirt that read, Glenn Taylor roasts animals alive. That's what my uh, Gilbert Godfrey shirt said, though. <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey roasts animals alive. I had a dream about Gilbert Godfrey last night, dude. That was, was, that's what, super weird that you bring that up. Was it a sexy dream? Yeah, it was. It was <laughs> but it was him as the parrot in Aladdin, so it was, you know, it was appropriate. According to a report from the Storm Lake Times pilot, Rembrandt Enterprises killed more than 5.3 million chickens in Iowa after an avian flu outbreak. I mean, at the end of the day those chickens are probably not having a great life anyway well i mean i don't know what i I don't know if you can do can animals recover from avian flu i mean but that's a i mean 5.3 million that's a that's a lot of chickens dude That, that is a lot of chickens but you know what came first the uh avian flu or the regular flu uh, so the, the, apparently this Glenn Taylor guy owns Rembrandt Enterprises, the ones that killed those that many chickens. Mm-hmm. Glenn Taylor agreed to sell the Timberwolves franchise to Mark Laurie and Alex Rodriguez last year, but the new owners are expected to pay in installments. Laurie and Rodriguez are expected to be limited partners and then growing their percentage until they assume a controlling stake for 2023 to 24. I'm not sure why they put that in the article. Well, I think they're impl- they're saying that the guy technically kind of isn't really the owner anymore. Gotcha. But can't you still protest the guy? You can still I protest the owner of the Timberwolves from 1976. <laughs> uh, you know you're outside of a you know, uh, supermarket protesting uh, crimes against humanity done by Mussolini. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, we had our friend um, 
who was the Sonics guy who would protest at Starbucks all the time still for us getting rid of this. this. Well, yeah, because the owner of the Sonics is, was the owner of Starbucks and he sold the Sonics and then they took the Sonics to another city. Yes. So I can see I protest Starbucks for that reason, too, and <laughs> other reasons, but <laughs> mainly their coffee is garbage. <laughs> Uh, the Timberwolves franchise said in a t- statement on Twitter it had been in touch with Target Center Security to address the incident but offered no further information. The woman, Alicia Santuro, was quickly given the moniker Glue Girl on social media. Local reports indicate that Santuro did not sustain any major injuries from the incident. So she did not get stomped like the guy who tried to uh, attack Dave Chappelle got stomped. Yeah, exactly. Well, she has the perfect alibi, right? Your Honor, I was just high from the glue. <laughs> couldn't have done. done I, could, I couldn't have glued anything to the floor. I was busy glued to the floor. <laughs> I wasn't thinking clearly. I was huffing uh, glue. All right, I like it. Yep. It's the the Beat Podcast. That's it for today, folks. We want to thank you so much for listening. Where can the fine people see Louis Fox? This week, this week, you can check me out from the 17th to the 18th. I'll be hanging out in Las Vegas. I'm crashing a magic convention with a uh, listener, Chris Beeston. So that'll be a good time. We're going to be um, basically attending a magic convention without paying. We're going to be jerks. That's uh, awesome. And then on the 20th, I'll be up in Everett doing a uh, corporate gig. So if you want to um, be my roadie, uh, hit me up. And where can they catch you? You can catch me. I'm going to be home from the, on the 17th and 18th, uh, just hanging out. And then I go back on the Disney Wonder uh, cruise ship on the 19th. And I'll be there from the 19th to uh, the 27th. Oh, so, where are, you, are you going back to Hawaii? No, we're going to Alaska. So I fly to Juneau and get on the ship in Juneau. If you end up in Skagway, I can hook you up with a buddy of mine who's uh, – he can take you drinking at the lo- with the Elks, I think. All right. Let's do it. I'm going to be there. The I'm going to be there a lot. So let's do it. Send him my name and number, and we'll 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 go drinking at the Elks because there is yeah. nothing to do in Skagway. Yeah, he's he's uh, an actor in the uh, whatever that the show is with all the yeah, prostitutes. Yeah, it's so. actually pretty good. It's a pretty good show. Yeah. If you want to support us, you can do that on the Patreon. Just go to the Odd and Offbeat site, hit the Patreon link, and for as little as a couple bucks a month, you can support a child that's starving in another country or our podcast. Absolutely. And it does help us out quite a bit. It uh, pays for our uh, Zoom stuff, and it also uh, pays for a little gas and pays for the tip that we have to put before our coffee drinks. <laughs> uh, that's it for us, folks. We want to thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a weird week. We're out. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat podcast, because normal is boring.